Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all the great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture twice a week, every week, wherever you get your podcast. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, where we're covering the latest news in the NFL and fantasy football. Game Source, where we cover the latest news and trends in video games. Plus, you can get the number one Lakers blogger today. That's Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com. Plus, our good friend Jamie Sweet. Go ahead and check out his five things, which will actually be a good five things on the Lakers and Blazers. You can go ahead and check out that today at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friend Ox1947 at Lakersball.com. They have great conversations there as well on the Lakers at Lakersball.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something magical today, go ahead and check it out at Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. And also our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. You can give them a shout out, plus subscribe today so you can get the latest notifications on YouTube when we go live on the air, like our Facebook page, and also our Twitch page as well. It is sincerely appreciated. Thanks so much for joining us again. It's Gerald Glassford from the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. Cannot thank you enough for doing so. You know, at the Lakers right now at 10 and 14, coming off of two straight losses with AD right now out with illness. And, you know, with the game tomorrow at Philadelphia, we're not exactly sure what his status is. LeBron taking the day off in Toronto. Things aren't as looking as rosy as they once were, as they were this past weekend when the Lakers were riding a high, winning eight out of 10 and back into the thick of it as far as the play-in race is concerned. They're not out of it by any stretch. They're still 10 and 14. And with the way the Western Conference is shaking up and all the teams that are disappointing and all the teams are middling around 500, the Lakers just have to go back on another run. But when will they do that? And how will they do that? Are there things that need to be taken in accordance as far as maybe a trade, maybe some moves? I know we've said it nauseum on the show, but we always want to hear different perspectives on the show. And of course, a great guest 
is always welcome on this program. It's my original guest and a guy who I did, you know, who said he didn't want to wait for a monumental episode number. So I brought him back whenever he can make it. He is the guy behind the healthy movement blueprint. That's right. The healthy movement blueprint, because you can get out of pain and into shape today with the help of this man and his company, healthy movement blueprint right there on Facebook. It is Boomer Perot and Boomer. Great to have you back, my friend. I appreciate it. I also want to say a lot of people, when they say the name of my company, they mix it up. So they say healthy blueprint movement. So I've heard that so many times, even when you said it, I had to think, oh, did he say it right? Or did he mix it up? But uh, you, you got it. Well, whenever I interview you, I always bring it up in a different tab. And uh-huh. I say it three times before I see you to myself. And I can't say it fast. Usually I, I talk fast and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. But if I say that fast, I know I'm going to blow it. So that's why, yeah, so preparation was the key on that one. But uh, it is definitely something that if people should check out, there's interviews there with you that really help explain what Healthy Movement Blueprint is all about. But getting to the Lakers, my friend, as someone who I've spoken to who's also uh, on the East Coast talking about his fandom for the Lakers and, you know, all the writing that you get at times – I know earlier this season, I'm sure that every, as you actually, you did speak to me on this, how early on, how bad the Lakers look and how, how much uh, teasing you got for it, I should say, for lack of a better term. But how was it when the Lakers were on that hot streak? How did you feel as a Lakers fan and how were you received? Uh, so I'll be honest, even when they went on that streak, I don't think the talk or even perception of this team really changed much at least from out here and everything I was hearing like they were eight and two but people still looked at them as this bad very underwhelming team so Mm -hmm. you almost didn't realize that they went on such a hot streak I think part of that has to do with the fact that the record still wasn't great they didn't you know end up reaching 500 Mm -hmm. so uh, at least out here it didn't really seem like they were on a stretch like they were unfortunately coming to an end the last couple of nights losing back to back as you said yeah overall i know you said you wanted to talk i know you said you wanted to come on sooner rather than later in regards to the situation going on with the lakers i know there's a lot of things that you wanted to get off your chest so please go ahead vent away my friend right now when it comes to the los angeles lakers Uh, I'll, i'll be honest even despite the two-game losing streak, I'm a bit more optimistic uh-huh. than I've been, obviously, throughout any other point during the season and even through the offseason because I had the mindset that this was very much a, not even just a borderline playoff team, but probably fighting for a spot in the playing tournament. And that's exactly where they are right now. So when you take where I thought they would be, take how bad they were in the beginning of the season and then these last 10 to 15 games I'm a bit more optimistic because if AD doesn't uh, leave the game against the Cavaliers in the beginning you know we very well may have won that game obviously no AD or LeBron against Toronto which you know you're pretty much just giving that game away Uh, if those two guys play both games and are healthy who knows if we win those, uh, if we lose both, but we could be 500 and everything would be very different right now. So then not to say I'm optimistic in the sense that this is a championship team, but uh, 
you know, everyone gets healthy again. Hopefully AD can continue playing like he is. Mm-hmm. 20 games from now, we could very easily be, you know, seven, eight, nine seeds. So uh, I'm a bit more optimistic than most people, despite coming off of two losses. With Anthony Davis struggling at the beginning of the season, it looked like, well, it looked like something that was might be a turn for the worse for him and that he'll never reach that star status that he once had. And coming off the tremendous performance in the bubble, how encouraged are you now by the play of Anthony Davis before he got ill when he was named the Western Conference Player of the Week, when he was averaging pretty much more than anybody on both ends of the floor, doing so well and playing at an MVP level that really thrust him into that MVP conversation. Yeah, this is, I would say this is the AD, you know, we've been hoping for since that championship year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Offensively, though, you can make a case that this is the best, granted a short two-week time frame, but the best offensive basketball he's played in his career, just absolutely dominant. And whether he can keep this up or anywhere close to it, if he's playing like that and everyone else does their part, I think it would be tough to keep this team out of the playoffs. I'm not, once again, I'm not saying a championship uh, level, but uh, to get at least to the playing tournament, it's, it's just tough to keep a team out like that, that has a guy playing like that. I will say, though I said I'm optimistic, uh, this might be a bit of a hot take and people might get a little upset with me, but one player, I am starting to be less optimistic with is actually LeBron James. And not to say that, you know, he's done, he's trash, anything like that, but we've just gotten so accustomed to him being arguably the best player in the league to at least one of the best players. But I think we have slowly started to see the decline of LeBron James over the last few years. And particularly this year, when you see, which everything can change over the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 games, however many it may be, but the, you know, shooting percentage is down a bit. I think this year more than ever, uh, the defense just isn't there. And it's, you know, hard to argue otherwise where there were other spurts in last year and the years prior where, you know, it seemed like he may have just been taking off certain points on defense, but he's just is a step slower than everyone else on that end. And it's uh, hard to hide that nowadays. Obviously, you know, he missed uh, last night. That could have been precautionary, but he missed a few games before that earlier in the year. So his injuries are starting to pile up. So while he's still, you know, a great player, still top, uh, I'd say definitely top 15. I don't know if you can definitely argue top 10 anymore, especially when you factor in injuries. Uh, I I think it's obvious this year that uh, father time is definitely catching up to him. I know Jason Momoa would be proud if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, again, it's just he's been defying it for many years, but, uh, you know, eventually it does catch up to everybody. And I just think this year more than ever, it is obvious. You've had a couple performances where it's been vintage LeBron, yep. but like you said, it's not as prevalent as it once was. And I, I was glad to see that he wasn't just going to be in I'm going after the scoring title mode. <laughs> when the Lakers were on that uh, winning streak, when he did come back into the lineup, it was great to see that he wanted to fit in. And it also was great to see that he was facilitating to Anthony Davis, especially in those last two games, what they played in Milwaukee and then right there in Washington, DC. Yeah. And that's what we need. If we're going to be a winning basketball team, obviously 
you start to age, the biggest thing that happens is you just don't have the legs to carry a team putting up 35 points a game and dominating the ball all day and then giving you defense from start to finish. So he's got to pick his spots. And I think that's best when he lets Anthony Davis, you know, really control the offense beginning of the game, let Russell Westbrook get his shares, uh, controlling the ball, and then hopefully save that energy for the second half, particularly the fourth quarter, which is also where I think it has been much less consistent than usual, his ability to take over on the offensive end this season in the fourth quarter. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, you, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Gerald Glassford here along with my original guest, Boomer Perot, 570 some odd episodes ago. He was my original guest, so I truly appreciate him stopping by. In the fourth quarter, the Lakers have had some issues as far as executing down the stretch. They've had some games where they've left on the table, as Laker Tom would say, with poor execution. And some of that has been with Russell Westbrook a lot of ISOs with LeBron James, a lot of ISOs. Before we get into Russell Westbrook and also the rest of the Lakers, your thoughts on the fact that this team, 10 and 14, do you think it's misleading or do you think it's right there where it needs to be? Because 
In fact, again, there's been several games down the stretch which they did not execute well, which has cost them some games. Uh, no, I think their what their record is what they should be. Uh, you look at the uh, the Cleveland game; it was a tie game, about eight minutes to go. They were in it with up until about five minutes, and then Cleveland really pulled away. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a skill and an ability of a good team versus a bad team the ability to execute down the stretch of games. You saw it uh, when OKC had Westbrook and Kevin Durant. They were a great team up until that last, you know, three, four minutes of a game when they stopped playing basketball and just started going one-on-one, taking turns, whether it was Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And you're seeing a bit of that uh, this season with LeBron trying to do it, Russell Westbrook. You're seeing a lot of turnovers and just poor shot selection. So, I think that is part of the reason why they are 10 of 14, of course, but um, that's just a skill of a team. You either have it or you don't, or right now the Lakers don't have it. Russell Westbrook has been a source of consternation for both you and myself over the course of his tenure with the Los Angeles Lakers. But after initially uh, complaining about moving to the bench for a reserve role, he has uh, come to embrace it and actually uh, do pretty good at times. In stretches, he's been very effective. Still, overall, he's not shooting where you need him to shoot. But as a playmaker, as a guy who sets the pace, and transition for me has been important for this team because they are seriously inept when it comes to the three-point shot. They need to keep the pace high. And him coming off the bench, setting that pace in the, what, the first quarter, late in the first quarter, second quarter, and third quarter, really has been a benefit for the Lakers so far. Yeah, and this season, I, you know, last season, of course, he was the scapegoat. You know, all the blame for a lot of people was put on him, fair or not. Uh, This year, you can't really do that. Uh, If you look at the name Russell Westbrook, if you look at the money, sure, you can say he's a disappointment. But then when you also look at the role he has been inserted to play on this team, I think, like you said, the efficiency might not be there, but for a a six man that you want to really dictate the pace off the bench, uh, he is doing that. He is a main facilitator on this team, and he definitely has brought some energy and effort along with uh, Patrick Beverly, of course, uh, to this team this year. So while, of course, you want him to be more efficient. You want him to do certain things that he might not be doing. I think the role he is in right now, he is doing a pretty good job of. One other name I want to go ahead and throw out to you before we get to the rest of the Lakers and what they may need to do to rectify things or maybe look have a better outlook, per se, moving forward. Lonnie Walker the fourth. He was someone that a lot of people were kind of frowning, including on this show, as far as uh, an acquisition, given the mid-level, people thought uh, he was very disappointing in his tenure in San Antonio. They really didn't think much of him, but he's proven to be a lot of, uh, I, he's proven to be a big surprise because of the fact that he's provided a lot of athleticism and also as well, his three-point shot has been pretty decent, you know, all things considering when you're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers, decent uh, and pretty good means about 35 to 37%. Your thoughts on Lonnie Walker, he's played himself uh, out of his contract and into something maybe next summer when he becomes a free agent. 
possibly something even better. Yeah, it seems like those two guards that we keep signing, just surprised last year was Malik Monk, who had one of the better years of his career. And Lonnie Walker has definitely contributed more than I was expecting. To be honest, what he's been doing, I thought Kendrick Nunn would be doing for us. Unfortunately, he has been a massive disappointment, yes. whether because he hasn't gotten the time or not. Uh, either way, he has not produced when he was on, he is on the court. So, um, fortunately, we did sign Lonnie Walker, and it, it's hard to criticize him for anything. I think he's exceeded pretty much everybody's expectations this year. Absolutely, he has, and that's great to see someone who, again, like you said, uh, nobody really had high expectations on, and he he has certainly out, out exceeded them. I want to go ahead and talk about the team as a whole when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers. And once again, it's the Lakers fast break along with my original guest, Boomer Parole. He is from the Healthy Movement Blueprint. You got to go ahead and check him out today at Healthy Movement Blueprint on on Facebook. And before we go ahead and talk about the the ultimate thing of where you think they were going to go or where you think they will go as far as the Western Conference, Obviously, the rest of the roster, you have Austin Reeves, you have players like Thomas Bryant, who have had moments of, of greatness, you know, as far as that stood them out, moments that have disappointed. You've had other players as well. Kendrick Nunn has been a massive failure. Patrick Beverly has been a massive failure. You know, there's been other players coming into the mix as well. There's Wendy Gabriel, who's been somewhat of a surprise uh, with his hustle and his energy. This rest of this roster has not screamed out any type of real efficiency for any length of time, which is, uh, I guess, uh, for a lot of people, the reason why the Lakers are where they're at, because of the fact that they really don't have the depth in order to compete on a regular basis without LeBron and AD. Yeah, and again, that goes back to what I was saying with executing down the stretch. Mm-hmm. It's just certain things that good teams have where bad teams don't, and that is consistency and uh, depth on the roster where the Lakers don't have enough guys that can come in game in and game out, and you know what you're going to get from them. Uh, I am confident Dennis Schroeder, once he gets more and more games under his belt, he will be a guy where we can, for the most part, uh, know what we're going to get from him. Uh, I also just like him in general, so a bit biased. But, uh, you know, once you get past those top four or five guys, it's hard to rely on any of them, which then puts us in a tough position, which is something I'm interested to hear your take on. Uh, I know we talked about trades before the season, but now about 25 games in, you're 10-4 and four, a few games out of just getting into the playing tournament. Is it worth making a move, giving up, a draft pick or two. So hurting the future a bit to improve this team over the next year or two. Well, the thing is uh, I took a, after our conversation last time, I took a look at, at where the Lakers stand. And I really thought more, a lot about more about it. And I realized that with Victor Wembyama, who I saw here in the Las Vegas area play on two games and saw firsthand how great a prospect he is. And the fact that we don't own the, the rights to our draft choice, New Orleans does, it, it leaves me no other alternative but having to try to do what we can to make a, a, a climb up the Western Conference and up the NBA slots because you cannot give 
New Orleans a chance, a good chance, and an opportunity to win the lottery and get this guy because he is a franchise-altering player from what I've seen. He is just truly a tremendous player. And to do that, the Lakers, obviously, at this point in time, it's become very apparent they need to make some type of moves in order to go ahead and solidify this roster to get three, four players, if you can, into this mix that are more competent, that are more consistent, and that can really the Lakers can rely upon. And if they don't, I, I really fear that the Lakers are going to go ahead and give up a potential franchise-altering player to the New Orleans Pelicans, whether it's him, Scoot Henderson, the Thompson Twins, who are at the, you know at, projected right now at the top of the lottery, or anyone else. Yeah, I just really am fearful of that. So if it does mean the future, I, I've, I've changed my alternative. I said I wouldn't give up the future. I am mm-hmm. now, after seeing Victor up close and personal, realize that you have to do what you can to get yourself out of the lottery. Yeah, and speaking of consistency, the most recent rumor trade is the Westbrook and two first-round picks for DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic. DeMar DeRozan being one of the most consistent players, at least regular Mm season-wise, over the last four, five, six years. Is that a trade that interests you, or would you prefer to go after more 3-and-D type players? Well, DeMar DeRozan, as great as he is as a scorer, he cannot play defense. So you have another non-defender coming into the mix because, he, you know, whether age or just uh, over the course of time, his numbers are absolutely abysmal on the defensive end. And the fact he doesn't stretch the floor is also concerning. So you have another non-shooter you're bringing into the mix. And Vucevic, uh, he, he's not the stretch five he was in Orlando. Right now he's averaging, in fact, we looked this up last week, 34% from three, which you know, on the Lakers might actually be good, but when you look at it from a NBA standpoint, it's actually below average. I had said, maybe if you want to lean that way, Porzingis, or I guess what Laker Thomas, you know, continuously sought after is Miles Turner. And of course the buddy heel trade, which would bring two shooters into the mix plus block shots from Miles Turner. But the thing is, AD has been playing so well, because he's been playing at the five. Mm -hmm. If you take him out of that mix and put a center by him, even if it's a stretch center, would that alter the situation even more? Would that alter the situation where it becomes a funky fit? That's something you also have to worry about as well. Yeah, and that's a good point. I think as long as it is a stretch five, I don't see it affecting him too much. I also know that Anthony Davis is pretty vocal about not enjoying uh, playing the five. So I'm sure he'd prefer it more. But uh, again, as long as you have that guy who can still stretch the floor, I don't know if it makes that big of a difference. But I, I think that's what it comes down to. Can you find uh, a guy or two or three in a trade that is one under contract for at least a couple more years? So you're not just getting a rental but then fits this team and actually makes it significantly better. Where Bar DeRozan and Vucevic, if you made that trade, I'm sure this team is better, but uh, how much better? So uh, I think that's really what it comes down to, just finding the right trade to make it worth it. I agree. I mean, it's not that I don't like DeMar DeRozan. Obviously a great scorer, 25 points a game, can still get that for you. But, you know, if you're talking about, uh, you know, a team that is the worst shooting team outside through the three-point area in the NBA or one of them, uh, they weren't, uh, the best thing about it was they weren't in their 
10 game stretch, but they shot less threes during that 10 game stretch than anybody else because they had the pace so high and their transition was so high. And I think that's the key to this team. They need to get players. If they're not going to be able to go in transition with the guys, be able to at least sit out there or run to the three, get the three and be able to shoot the three and make the three to at least provide and stretch the defense a little bit to create some opportunities where LeBron and AD don't get bottled up inside. Yep, 100%. And while Buddy Heald and Miles Turner do that, I still don't know 100% if those are two guys I trust day in and day out coming in and saying, okay, they're going to help stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least with Buddy Heald play quality defense you know miles turner is showing up protecting the paint but yeah. they both have plenty of games and maybe it's because they're uh, the pacers actually have been uh better than expected this year maybe it's because they haven't been on the best teams over the last few years but uh, they have plenty of games where you see a lot of two of ten from three and yeah. games like that so i still don't even know if, if those two guys would be worth it healed uh like you said defensively he is a liability uh, but he can light it up from outside. And with Turner, the thing is, though, he has an expiring contract. He's going to be a free agent. If you don't sign him, you wasted those two first-round picks, unless you get a championship out of it, for nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure more rumor trades will pop up over the next couple of months. And I think if you're the Lakers, you want to be aggressive, but also patient. You don't do something that doesn't really help you much this year and then screws your future even more. But if there a right trade comes around that you say, okay, this can, you know, whether it gives you a shot at the championship or not this year, but makes you a legit playoff team, maybe you can get to the second, maybe third round if you're lucky. Uh, I think you really have to take a, a hard look at that trade, whatever that may be. You have to go ahead and improve this team. It is just a no doubter. And because if you go on another losing streak, you're going to be right there in the mix in the lottery. And that is something I really don't feel comfortable with at all, especially with the fact that the Lakers don't even control their own destiny on a first round pick. Yep. And, you know, what we really got to hope is Anthony Davis is back next game. LeBron's, you know, that was more precautionary that uh, Toronto game taken off. He's back. And give it another, you know, 10 games or so, see how they do. While that 8-2 and two stretch wasn't against the strongest uh, competition as a whole, of course, they had a couple mm-hmm. of very nice wins in there. Uh, you know, maybe they go on another 8-2 and two stretch and all of a sudden everyone's outlook starts to change a bit. And then the 10 games after that, they do another one like that. So uh, I've, those two, these last two games came at a very inconvenient time, but I think after another 10 to 15 games, we should know if they are closer to that two and 10 stretch they've gone on or closer to the eight and two stretch that they just went on. I agree with you on that. <clears throat> Once again, it's Boomer Perot from the Healthy Movement Blueprint. Just outstanding assessment of the team so far, as always, every single time out that he comes on the show. But before we head on out, my friend, I want you to go ahead and explain to everybody out there why they might need a healthy movement blueprint for their own body. Yeah, I think I make these uh, quicker and quicker each time I come on. But uh, essentially, if you're in any type of pain or wanting to get into any type of workout routine or improve your nutrition, uh, this is it's what I do. I'm not 
as big into helping people get super shredded or, you know, super muscular, but just taking the average Joe that just wants to feel better, uh, maybe look a little better. Uh, that's what I do. So uh, on Instagram, it's Healthy Moving Blueprint. Facebook, find my name, Boomer Peralt. Reach out to me and let's see if I can help. I'm going to provide the links in the description, both on YouTube, Facebook, and of course, wherever we get this on audio. So definitely be able to just be one click away from a healthy movement blueprint for you, my friends. So truly appreciate you always stopping by my original guest. Again, I'm so grateful for what you started, especially when I'm driving along and I'm talking, hearing, you know, people call me and asking when's the next show, when's the next show, got to do the next show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Boomer started this for me. What's up with that? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, it's been great over the course of 570 plus episodes. Uh, great having you back as always. Of course, you know, the red carpet, or in this case, the purple and gold carpet is always open for you. But any last thoughts on the Lakers before we head on out, my friend? Uh, no, I think I've said everything I need to say. Just, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, the next 10 game stretch, uh, we really see what this team is about. And hopefully it's another eight and two stretch rather than a two and 10 or two and eight one. When do you think you'd stop on by that you think you can give us an update on your thoughts on the Los Angeles Lakers this season? Uh, I would definitely say sometime, maybe not too long after Christmas. So now or uh, yeah, about a month from now. So we have a much better uh, idea of what's going on, maybe even a potential trade by then. Okay. Sounds good. I, you know, you you just got to hit me up. You let me know and I'll schedule down. As always, I will always find time for you as my original guest. I'm indebted to you always for that. And cannot thank you enough for, for being here at the Lakers Fast Break. Once again, it's Boomer Pro from the Healthy Movement Blueprint. You got to go ahead and get out of pain and into shape today at Healthy Movement Blueprint on Facebook. Go ahead and make sure you like it, subscribe, everything that you can do to go ahead and be a part of what he does at the Healthy Movement Blueprint and Boomer just incredible having you on great insight once again cannot thank you enough for being a part of what we do here each and every time out you come on the lakers fast break podcast